Hi, I'm Julia Ferlin, and here are three stories you need to know about today. A second woman has come forward to accuse Minnesota Senator Al Franken of inappropriate behavior. Last week, you might remember Leanne Tweeden, a news anchor, said that Franken kissed her and groped her without her consent in 2006 when he was a comedian. The latest accuser said on Twitter that Franken grabbed her butt while taking a photo together at the Minnesota State Fair in 2010. Franken told CNN that he didn't remember taking the photo, but felt badly that the woman felt disrespected. He also said that he'd, quote, gladly cooperate with any ethics investigations around the incidents. On Monday, the Justice Department announced that $98 million will be going to the police departments for community policing grants, and 80 percent of the recipients have agreed to work with federal immigration authorities. Civil rights and justice reporter Dominic Holden is here to talk about his story. So... 80% of the recipients of these grants are police departments that agreed to work with the Trump administration's requests to report undocumented immigrants in their jails. What does that mean in practice, Dom? Right. So every year, the Justice Department gives out these community policing grants, and they're to hire extra officers in each of these cities. And they'll use a point-based system every single mm. year, and this is out of their community policing office, to figure out who actually gets the money. So this year, under the Trump administration, they said that one of the things that's going to earn you points is whether you agree to comply to two rules, which is to let federal immigration officers into your local detention facilities, uh. and if you agree to notify federal immigration authorities 48 hours before you release an undocumented immigrant who's in your custody. So like if somebody gets arrested in a town and is thrown in jail for like a DUI or something, something that they would otherwise be released on bail um, pretty quickly, they could foreseeably be held? Well, if you're a jurisdiction that says you're going to notify them, and then you do that in order to become more eligible for this grant, uh -huh. it may be that they come to your jail and they say, look, maybe you were going to be released for this DUI charge, but now that we know you're here, we're going to process you as an undocumented immigrant and maybe even have that person deported. Wow. What does it mean in every single situation? We don't really know. So what are some of the jurisdictions that... Uh were awarded these grants? There are so many small towns across the United States, uh -huh. cities like Fresno, Dade County, Florida. And there are also uh, a handful of places that are not cooperating with federal authorities, and they still get, did get the money. Chicago, for instance, has been at loggerheads with the Justice Department over this, and they were still able to obtain a grant for 25 community policing officers based on meeting a number of other criteria. I see, I but see. But here's what's really going on here, is we are seeing a carrot-and-stick approach from the Justice Department to make cities essentially behave the way the federal government, the Trump administration, wants them to behave. Right. So this is the carrot, right? This is saying if you cooperate with our immigration plans, we're going to give you this extra money. We're going to, uh, you know, get greater chances that we're going to help you out. On the flip side of it, we're watching these Justice Department law enforcement grants where they're saying the Justice Department is telling the cities, telling places like New York and Chicago and right. Seattle that... They're not going to get millions of dollars of other grants 
if they don't cooperate with these rules. Wow. So on the one hand, they're getting extra money if they do. On the other hand, they risk losing quite a bit of money if they uh, stop cooperating. Dom, is there any specific way the money needs to be spent? It just has to be boots on the ground or the police department can receive the money and sort of do whatever they think is best for it? So this is coming from the community policing office at the Justice Department. And what the grants pay for are actual community policing officers. I but see. the way they're giving it out shows a greater shift in how Jeff Sessions, the attorney general, is shaping that community policing office. So the mm. awards used to be preferred for work that was around building trust in communities, um, also around safe schools. Um, the shift in the Justice Department now throughout this community policing office is actually to crack down on violent crime, crack down on immigration. It's a departure from where they've been. And Ron Davis, the former head of the cops office, told me today he thinks that that is really at odds with the fundamental values and goals of community policing, which is to build bridges, not break them down. TransCanada's Keystone XL pipeline was just approved in Nebraska, removing the last major regulatory hurdle for the project. It comes at a time when TransCanada is dealing with a massive oil leak on a different pipeline in South Dakota. While the oil and gas industry is happy about it, a mix of Native American tribes, environmentalists, and local activists have said that they will continue fighting the project. These groups are worried that any spills would devastate a massive aquifer on the land. This Nebraska pipeline has been in limbo for nine years, but so far TransCanada hasn't said whether or not they'll pursue it. If the Keystone XL pipeline is built, it'll carry about 800,000 barrels of heavy Canadian crude oil daily from Alberta, Canada to Nebraska. For more on the latest stories, download the BuzzFeed News app. And don't forget, you can get this briefing as a podcast by searching Reporting to You wherever you find your podcasts. 